am Erin Patton, metaphysical master in a millennial age, and it is my life's purpose to guide you and organizations along an enlightened path. So I invite you to sit comfortably and tune in as I welcome you to the Meta Business Millennial, where we get the real conversations you won't get in the boardroom so that we understand this is exactly the path we need to be on in order to grow, evolve, and thrive. Greetings, I am Erin Patton, also known as Master L, and welcome to the Meta Business Millennial. I am here with Vegan Shelf Lauren, and I could not be more honored, more humbled to be speaking with her today about her craft, about her journey, about her spiritual path. I mean, I can't even lie to y'all. We just had a whole prayer, uh, sound bowl ceremony <laughs> before we started the recording. So I'm feeling centered. I'm feeling connected to source and really connected to the purpose that is this podcast. And so without further ado, I just want to have Lauren quickly introduce herself and share with listeners, with watchers, with viewers, you know, where she's at, what she's doing, who she is right now. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm Lauren Vonderpool. A lot of people know me as the Queen of Green. You know, I am that I am, right? You know, we're talking about metaphysics. Um, I could give you lots of flowery words and lots of accomplishments that I'm absolutely um, proud of. But, um, you know, most importantly, I'm grateful, you know, you know, I'm love. I'm, I'm, um, I have great purpose, you know, and I, I do a lot of cool things to drive that purpose, to fulfill that purpose. And a lot of um, the work that I do is in the field of health and wellness um, around food. So I'm an artist and, um, you know, my artistry is like, I liken it to the infinite petal lotus right it keeps unfolding unto itself it keeps on becoming and um i'm constantly learning it and um and so there's really no bounds with that but most people know me for my food art um for my pretty plates and my um stunning flavor profiles <laughs> yes come on profiles um <laughs> Yeah, and, and and a lot of people know me for the work that I do in the realm of philanthropy um, with my nonprofit. Uh, I come from Washington, D.C., so uh, when I grew up, it was uh, the murder capital. It, was, uh, it wasn't the easiest place to, to grow up in. I, I liken it to the war zone, a war zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, you know, persevering through that and coming to this point, um, really, it burst the desire to to always reach back and to lift up with the resources and the knowledge and the wisdom and um, you know that that, that I've been afforded. Um, so I do that. I have an eat yourself sexy journey, which is um, right now we're currently on day fifteen. We do it once a month. Um, and right now we have about 170 people on the journey. And it's just beautiful to take people through a, a sacred rhythm, right? And pour into them. We have instructors um, 
sometimes three times a day, every day, um, teaching you breath work, teaching you meditation, teaching you financial literacy, teaching you um, healthy recipes, information about sea moss or how to make a beautiful soup. And it's a, it's a plant-based 21 day journey. Um, and it, for me, the results that, it, that it, it has given me is amazing, which is why I offer it. But to see people um, glow up and grow up and expand and start businesses and have families and get pregnant when they didn't know that they were, when they were told that they couldn't, all of these amazing things. So that's really the core of who I am, you know, is, um, is, is the, I'm here for the upliftment of myself and, and, um, all of us. So. Let's go. You know, I, I I love that you really acknowledge where you come from in your journey and especially the giving back aspect, because the giving back can be um, contentious for some people. You know, some people may have some trauma, some scars from where they came from. So going back to where they came from cannot be the easiest path or journey. Can you share a little bit about you know, healing from this war, you, you, you alluded to it being almost like a war zone, war torn experience and being able to go back with this heightened, elevated vision for healing. So, so how, how were you able to make that transition for yourself? Well, first of all, I had to run, or at least I thought I did, but I did run. <laughs> and um, I ran as, as far away from that reality, um, just as far away of it that I could, that I could, you know, and it, I created a um, a new reality, right? Because I knew that I could. I understood the metaphysics of the imagination, right? I understood the power the non-physical energy coming out of my mouth even right now, mm -hmm. right? I, the potency that it could carry, especially if I charged it with a feeling, mm -hmm. right? Especially if I streamlined it with a vision and with actions to follow up with that, right? And so um, once I understood that I could do it, I did it, like my life depended on it because it, it absolutely did, you know, yeah. I, from, yeah. I come from a father who was a kingpin who got locked up at three when I was three years old, who's still serving. Um, he's been there for 34 years, mm -hmm. right? So um, that in itself created so much for me as, as, as a child, so much uh, pain, you know, an inconsolable cry, you know, and um you know, it turned me into a fighter. You know, mm -hmm. I wasn't, I didn't go the whole route. I went the the thug route. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. <laughs> you know, and, and, and so that route, a lot of my friends died. A lot of them were murdered and just stabbed or killed, just cold-blooded. I mean, just two, two what was uh, it, two weeks ago on Monday, two of my, two people I know were, were killed. One, well, one from addiction and one shot in his head in his chest. You know, these things are, it, I had to come to grips that this reality, even if I bubbled it in and I said, Lauren, okay, 
we're going to get out of that environment and we're going to heal ourselves. And we know that this is happening. This was my magic trick. I know that this is happening, but it was too much for me to digest it daily. So I needed to like create a fairy tale world for myself. Yes. You know, <laughs> and um, that I could frolic in, that I could mm-hmm. be born and not be afraid like oh shoot is someone coming you know and um and in that process I've always reached back but I knew I had to it's not easy because it's like reaching your hand into the fire right you know you can you, you there's a possibility to get burned right but you know when you have seasoned hands you know it doesn't it doesn't burn you start you start learning the fire you start being able to bend it you, you, you begin to become familiar with the metaphysics of it right, right. anyway I can go on a tangent about it because it's just so much <laughs> but how do I how did I reach the, the point of giving back is it I always knew that I, I really was born for this you know I think God placed me in that environment so that I could see what was going on so that I could so that I could help so that I I could experience it firsthand to know that it was so, this was not okay and that people need my help and that I could help in a way um, that was love for everyone, you know, and that I didn't have to do it the way the people before me did it, right? We're not, we're not about, for me personally, you know, of course, the, the, the Martin Luther Kings and the Malcolm X, they, we love them but we saw what they did to them. So we don't want to follow that. We want to do something uh, a little different, right? We understand that the more that we fight against something, the more strength we give it. That's the metaphysics Mm -hmm. of energy. So if we pull our from it and starve it, it it doesn't have anything to feed off of. So we put our energy where we do want it and we see that grow and become abundant. And so that's really, that's really what, what I've been doing, you know, this whole, since I woke up 24 years ago. Anyway. Okay. Well, you know, we got to talk about the wake up story because that's really what it is. <laughs> you know, because it's really nice to talk about metaphysics now and spirituality now, but when you was a thug, that wasn't on your mind, right? And, and I understand the path because same, like I, my father too was incarcerated. My sister was murdered when I was young. And so I had a very kind of warlike existence as well, but I chose to mask instead and, you know, the, the, be a perfect little princess most of my life, <laughs> as much as I could be. Um, and, and it wasn't until that awakening where I was really able to feel like I realized that I never even felt emotions before that awakening for me. And, um, and that came after my father passed away, really when my father passed away and it was almost like a recycling and my father passed away. My, my best friend was murdered. So it felt like I was a child again, but as a grown ass woman. So I really had to face my life faced my my current reality in a way and that really kind of shook me up if you will and I had no choice but to turn to God you know and and for me that was my path of a tra- of trauma one kind of a tragic one however for some people it may not look like that and I'm really um interested in understanding like what was that wake up journey for you I got stabbed in my head 
Um, man, I can't, the amount of times I got shot at that we were, you know, we were, I was living a different life, completely different life than what people see. People don't, when I say it, it's so funny because people think it's, they like, they really don't believe me and it's so cute. They, I mean, and I get it. I love it that I've healed this much that um, <laughs> people are like, she is well in. She stop lying, Lauren, really. Oh, you was doing all that. You was ducking bullets in there. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, when that happens to me, um, I didn't even try to change. The change changed me. It was, it just happened through me. I had no, um, it happened so subtly. I just, what, and then one day I just was like, I'm different, you know, mm. but it happened. Um, I got stabbed, man, that was a crazy, I, I fought every day that weekend. I, I mean, it was, <laughs> I was just wilding out. It was just, I was on a low frequency. Right. And uh, yeah, after that happened, I just stopped going outside, stopped hanging out with the same people. I just stayed to myself um, a bit. And in that being with myself is where the magic started happening because the magic is here. Yes. I didn't know it wasn't activated, but that hit, I got stabbed in my temple, right? Mm. So we, we, there's um, tapping techniques. If you tap here, you tap certain parts of your body, you can activate certain other parts of your body. And so the, this, uh, the temples activate the pineal gland, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's activating that third eye. And so that's where it was just like miracles started happening. Yes. I, I, I was, uh, ended up being a lifeguard and, um, in this rich area, Tenley town in DC. And I started, you know, it was older, you know, older rich white people there so they didn't need me to lifeguard I was just reading my book I found a book called um The Prophet by Khalil Gibran and that was one of the first books that opened me up that made me feel like some more depth in myself and then mm. I just started to listen it would be like very subtle but like get on the bus and I would do it or like I just started listening to this voice which mm. my intuition do this. And it led me to walking into this bookstore where uh, called the house of Kemet um, and went straight to this book called heal thyself by Queen Afua. And I read the book in a day. And the next day, I mean, mind you, I had had a Snickers, some chicken wings and mumbo. So, you know, I was no matter of fact, I'm lying. No, I did have a Snickers. But I didn't have the chicken wings and mumbo. So I, but I was eating that I wasn't completely vegan. You know, I, um, I think I was still, I had become slowly, I started eating more consciously, but that book took me over the edge. And the next day I was a raw foodist. I was like, I'm not going to just be a vegan. I want to eat all raw. And I did overnight. Literally, I was like, ah, what? This food does this? It was like a light bulb. When I yes. found food could do stuff for you. I'm like, what? This is, how come I didn't know this? So it was just like, I found my, yeah, I found it, but I, I, I honestly, I got to say that I already had it 
there, but I didn't realize that my great grandmother, who's the first medicine woman I knew, she made medicine all the time. She grew her own food. Like she always made her own medicine. The, the knowledge base, like, I don't know, it was like the light bulb. Wow. You can eat papayas and it has digestive enzymes as well. It's good for your skin. Wow. You can do, you can take um, burdock root. It's good for your blood. It's good. For, I'm like, what the heck? You know? So that's mm-hmm. really where it started. And once I changed what I was eating, my, the cells in my body changed. Right. So yes. I started getting higher and attracting higher frequency, higher frequency, people, more knowledge. It just like, it was, it, it, it was like, God was teaching me. Yes. It was that it was a completely metaphysical out of this world experience that words cannot even describe. Yes. I love that because as I mentioned to you before, a lot of our listeners are in or coming out of very traditional life paths, like having gone to school or some sort of professional school and, and come up, come on now being a celebrity chef. Like she Failed to mention that, but she's cooked for the like Lauren Queen of Green is cooked for the likes of cooks for a comment, Oprah, all kinds of celebrities. And you would think that you would need to have gone to like the Cordon Bleu or like worked at a five star Michelin restaurant or have done these amazing things to have reached those kinds of heights. Yet you're saying now that all I did was read a book, change the way I eat. And then this activated this latent potential within for me to be able to share with other people. And and I'm obviously filling in the blanks here, but I would love for you to walk us through how do you go from eating Snickers and chicken wings to then being a raw food (laughs) chef um, overnight and then being able to, to have the, the courage and, and I would say that the the passion the persistence to continue with that to the point where you are today well I'll say this I didn't become a raw food chef overnight necessarily although <laughs> I I became a raw food enthusiast okay. I became so engulfed in it that I that's all I was consumed with right And I started volunteering at this place called Everlasting Life in DC, right near Howard University. The whole like Georgia Avenue corridor was lit with like these metaphysical stores. Like it was just like, we're all of the Afrocentric, the house of commit, like it was like so popping for me. And I lived in DC my whole life. I'd never seen it, but I started volunteering there in exchange for their produce. And they had a juice bar in the back and Again, I was a raw foodist, but I was eating more mono meals of food, you know, like, you know, or like simply, you know, I wouldn't be making all these extravagant things. But then I did get hungry. And I was like, <laughs> so I started turn, started making some like my own dressings. I was like, this is actually good. I started making like these like raw tarts and savory tarts and all. And I was like, I should sell these. So I started selling them across the street well actually not just across the street but I had a I would just have a little cart and I'd go into the local businesses and see if they want you want some pies you got I got these juices today or the go on the Howard's campus on the yard and sell my stuff and that's how it started and I was so enthusiastic about it that I was telling everyone about it I mean to the point where Bradford Young who I didn't even know Bradford Young who is a director 
um, uh, for Star Wars, um, uh, for director of photography for Star Wars, he was there. I didn't even know up until fast forward. He saw me. He was like, oh, my God, you know, I'm like, damn, this is like a like a G. But anyway, long story short, I was so excited <laughs> um, uh, about it that I was sharing it and I was feeding people. Right. And then I'm such a I'm a hustler. You know, I'm from uptown. So I was like, instead of selling weed or drugs, I'm going to sell pies. And then I saw that there was a juice bar. And I said, okay, well, I asked the guy, I said, hey, can I sell my pies out of here and I'll run your bar, juice bar um, for you. So he let me do that for a little bit. And um, I just started getting a clientele. So it, people knew about me from then. Uh, so I guess my godfather at this time, he's the owner of Egyptian Magic, the skin cream, which I have to get you some. Um, yes. He had um, he had ulcers and he had he had he had issues really bad issues. They were going to cut thirteen inches out of his colon, and mm. he heard about me. And he is the first person I ever was a chef for. He said, "Hey, I want you to be my chef." It's a whole really really deep story that I need to write a book about because at this time I was eighteen. I had a, my son. I, at this point, I'm a teenage mother who is going through an extremely abusive relationship, which for me, it was a karmic cycle I was I was breaking, which I was victorious in, thank God. Let's go. Come on, God. Okay. And, um, but anyway, around that time, it's like we rescued each other. Mm. It, the, the story is so deep. Oh, my God. Like, I'll just give you the short of it because it is it's it's an important part of the story that a lot of people don't know. So I went and I I ran away. I was told you I'm in was an abusive relationship. I ran away and lived in a, a monastery with my son, metaphysical monastery called Naziria Monastic Community in the Ozark Mountains of Arkansas, right? And wow. the only they only wore purple. They had their own leg. I mean, it's the whole it's monks and nuns and the everyone's wearing purple. People would think it's a cult, um, but it transformed my life, right? Because I got to be quiet, away from everything. No city, no sounds, no lights, just pure and solidity. Mm -hmm. So I, I was, um, you know, meditating uh, so much and so much was coming through me that when I went back to DC, within a month, I found my first millionaire client who's my godfather to this day. That's how I attracted that into my life. And literally... From there, my life changed. He gave me all this metaphysical knowledge and I took it and I applied it and I ran with it. I set my intentions. I created affirmations around it. I visualized, I meditated. I was laser beam focused. Within a year, I was in culinary school. Within a month of being in LA in culinary school, I was catering the Oscars, the Grammys, American Musical Awards. From there, it was like I was having... I went from having the worst days every day, like running from this guy. It was just like terrible to um, having all great days. Like my life is, has been so abundantly blessed, right? And, and you mentioned that I had worked for Oprah. I've never worked for Oprah. I know Oprah. I met her at Maya Angelou's house, uh, actually at Maya Angelou's Dr. Queen, Auntie Maya's house, uh, uh, when at her home going service, but never worked with her. But I have been 
blessed to work with the likes of um, Stevie Wonder and Serena and Venus Williams and in common and Cedric the Entertainer and work with Michelle Obama's obesity prevention campaign. And for me, um, these what I'm proud of mostly about that is not that I've worked for them, right? Because that could, you know, I'm a, I'm an artist, I'm a healer, I'm a creative, and I um, sometimes people misunderstand my positioning and what I do as a service provider, as a healer, as someone, as a chef, right? So, you know, um, it's a sacred process for me, right? These people find me. Every client that I've had, they've come to me. I've never, there's no way I could seek these people out. Maybe there would, but I hadn't, that was never in my my mind. These people came to me, which lets yes. me know that my vibration is, is, is um, that I've done, such good work on myself that people would would need my vibration as medicine to catapult them into their oneness to take them to world number one to bring them back on tour after 25 years to help them win an oscar they want me right and so that is it's, we're going to take it to a, the metaphysical because it's not me it is the um vibrational qualification to do this work you know, yes. it is that God has chosen me and I have allowed, you know, I've, I've stepped into that law of allowing for it to stream through my body temple to do that work, you know, yes. so it's not about, um, oh, you know, I think people get me confused because I am, I'm Leo and I do like to, you know, I've had a, I've already had a rough life. You know, I've already done all that. I'm in my joy. I don't, you know, I don't care what, you know, I'm living, okay? I'm, I'm life is, what? What are we talking about here, you know? So people could get that confused with my potency, right? Because it can look very surface level, right? But yes. there's so much depth. Um, you might think you're jumping into a baby pool, honey, but honey, there is no end to this. There's no- <laughs> Hey, and they need to know. <laughs> Playing. No, I'm <laughs> yeah don't play with her so yeah um so yeah anyway the journey has been beautiful and it it, it, it had it was like overnight but it even still feels overnight because 24 years doesn't seem like it's passed but it has you know and working with some of the most amazing people on the on the planet it you know how I look at it is like, um, it's a chant. It's like, a, I'm sourcing, I'm, I'm, I'm feeding, right? I'm feeding them so they can go out there and crush it. You know, yes. not food, but with the healing, with the meditation, with the holistic approach. You know, yes. I offer what I offer to champions to my Eat Yourself Sexy Journeyers. And you've, I don't even have to promote the journey. Because the journey promotes itself. People just, mm -hmm. oh my God, it's the best thing ever. You know, this is my experience and everything. And it's, it's beautiful, you know, because you think about, it's one thing if I was just doing it or it's just, but when we're all doing it at once, there's 170 people right now, all fasting, all on liquids right now, right? It's three weeks. The first week we do 80% raw, 20% cooked. And then we go into 100% raw the second week. And the last week is all liquids. And 
um, the transformations are so powerful because it's not just food centered. It is the breath work, the meditation, the focus, the setting your intentions, all of those different things that um, that really catapult people into their greatness. Yes. Right? Yes. And they realize that they're their own healer. They did it. Yes. Like, I did. I did. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's the most amazing thing about being a healer is activating and awakening that potential in others. And that's really what we've been called to do. So I, I really resonate with that journey that you shared because a lot of times, I mean, like I said, this is a meta business millennial podcast. We got to get into business and coming from where we come from in the business landscape, you, you not only hustle, but you know, you're constantly networking, you're constantly talking to people. It can feel and, and become very transactional. And little do we know the power in stillness, which you shared was part of your journey with them at the monastery and trusting how you talk about, you know, you just allow God to use you and bring, and, it. And bring it and then attracting it is the most important thing is because what's not for me won't be mine. You know what I'm saying? Can we just talk about, okay, this is, uh, okay. You Harvard graduate, crushing it to it that you asked me to be on your podcast I feel honored and 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 so like look at this you know you know I I, anything for granted right because I come from very humble beginnings and I keep that um that um that humility you know and I'm just so honored and grateful that that I am at a point where I would be attracting um people like yourself you know in my life so it's um yeah it's beautiful yes it's because I I feel it's a time where we're all rising in a sense and we're rising despite where we come from and or because of where we come from you know all of the things and we want to be able to connect collectively so that we can continue this movement because for me it was an isolation for way too long you know I I did not necessarily have the guides I didn't have the mentors I didn't have the family support I didn't have the friend support I was on this this journey especially the metaphysical journey solo and and to your point that's how it has to be sometimes like we have to get away, like your Arkansas experience, you have to get away from the noise, you have to get away from people in order to really self-actualize into that infinite lotus flower that you were talking about. I love that that metaphor. I have the lotus on my wrist, so I'm just like always lotus vibes. Yes. <laughs> and, and, so, um, and so with that being said, I, I would love for you to share more about, um, um, you talked about the... Uh, the journey with the with so is it women that you work with on your eat yourself sexy but I would love for you to just dig all into people. a little bit all people okay mm-hmm. go ahead what were you so, saying yeah I wanted you just to share a little bit more about what the program looks like and and how it started for you maybe more about that you know I care about my people my community right so I'm like all right let's do this this was before the pandemic so I did a couple journeys before that everyone loved it it was so great And then um, the pandemic hit and I was like, everyone was in a panic. And I was just like, okay, they they don't know what to do. Everyone's just like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, okay, baby, come on, come on over here. And we're gonna um, 
let me show you what to do. Yes. Herbs, let me show you how to make this decoction. Let me show you how to how to tap into your breath. Let me show you how to tap into these fruits. Let me show you the power coming out of your hands that you can charge everything around you with. You know, let's, mm-hmm. let's get into the power that, that that you hold, that we hold. And so that is how the journey, you know, started. I had they were talking about COVID-19 and I had I was in India. Um, doing a woman's conference and um, which was huge. I'm speaking on a panel with Nelson Mandela's um, granddaughters, you know, it's like next level. I'm like, all right, this is lovely. Anyway, I come, uh, I come back and this is like now like the shutdown basically. I'm like, yeah. oh no, get out of here. You know? Um, so I decided to drive to Tulum from LA. Well, I decided to drive to Belize because I have um, family who has property there. So I was just like, you know what? I'm getting out of America. I'm going to, me and my, one of my friends drove through Mexico to Belize. We got to the border and then they said, we got there one day too late. They closed the borders. I was devastated. So I go to Tulum. And I'm there and I was like seeing online, everyone was just like, I'm living great, right? I'm <laughs> like fruits and, and I'm like, everyone's struggling. So I decided to put this program together and I taught every class initially, every single class we offer, even the workout classes, which is <laughs> hysterical. <laughs> but I was like, no, we're not going to do this. And I wanted to, I, I wanted to make it, um, affordable for everyone. So I had priced it at $33, right? I was like 21 days, $33. Y'all going to get this healing right now. This could have been, uh, 1200 to $3,000, but I was like, you know what? This is for my people. Right. So yes, I taught them how to make all their herbal medicine. We have um, a plant medicine class. We have the, the, food demonstrations. We have um, breath work meditation. We have um, astrological forecasts, which I didn't do. My my friend Khalid did. Um, we have, uh, what else do we have? The financial literacy class, um, workout. I mean, we have so many. I did get some, I started getting people on, like, can you teach a dance class? And then I just thought about my community and I was like, okay, let me have you teach this class. Let me have, and I just put, I have now, I have so many teachers that are teaching every day. Um, What's today? Today's Thursday. Today is plant medicine. So April is on. We have a morning meditation every morning, every rising with Gray. Um, Gray Mars from the stars is is what, you know, her whole thing. And she comes on, she does the um, rising check-in to to make sure everybody's, feeling good, you know, get some breath work in. If anybody has any questions, she can either answer them or direct them back to me and whatever. So it's really a great program. It's a huge community. People love it. There's people who've been on it since the beginning and they're still on it because we we're a family, you know? So that's, that's the journey. Oh, I love it so much. And, and you, do you do offsite retreats too? Because I was thinking that, so, okay. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I, I definitely do offsite retreats. Um, most of the retreats that I do are like usually 
smaller for clients that, you know, some of my big clients who want private kind of um, experiences, but I also do larger ones. Everyone's been um, getting at me to do a, a, the next Eat Yourself Sexy one. We did one um, in Atlanta where I offered a six course tasting cacao ceremony meditation. It was just really amazing, but yes, we, we have more coming up in the new, you know, in this year, 2023 and beyond. So everybody definitely stay tuned for those. Yes. Well, you know, we're coming towards the end of our podcast. I could talk to you all day, sis, for real, but I just want to invite you to, you just have some parting words with our audience, you know, something that really you would hope for people to leave um, this podcast with from you. You know, keep your heart um, light, you know, keep your heart as light as a feather and then um, remember to breathe. You know, sometimes we're having a tough time and it's as simple as taking a deep breath. Yes. Is drinking some water and not just drinking water, but understanding that we are the medicine. Yes. We are the most magnificent thing. Our body is like the most complex thing that it has ever been made. There's the systems happening within us. We are it. We are the holy ground. We are the ashram. We are it. And so um, if you ever question that, just take a deep breath and remember, remember yourself. Remember that you are beyond this body, but you are existing within it. And yeah. um and, and, and be in that gratitude. Things could be going on all around you and they oftentimes will, but you are the holy ground. You are the temple. You are the medicine. You step into the world as that light and, and, and all of the darkness vanishes when you come. So just remember that and you know, stay in love, stay in the heights and um, yeah, thank you so much. That was perfect. <laughs> I mean, I don't even have to build on that, y'all. But if I have to reiterate, just stay in yourself. You are the Holy Grail. That really resonates with me. And we are our own healers, period. And I love that. We can eat ourselves sexy. We can eat ourselves healthy like you did for your godfather. We can eat ourselves to wherever we want to go. So I love that journey that you just shared with us. And for folks that maybe want to join next month for your next retreats how do they get in touch with you how do they follow up with you please share yeah <clears throat> just go to laurenvanderpool.com or just go to queen of green on instagram that's probably easier to spell uh, <laughs> queen of green on instagram and um my website is in the link uh, on my bio and you can find me there i have a lot of um cool things um, that i'm sharing i have a caviar um, limited edition vegan um, caviar that I'm launching within the next month, which I'm really excited about. And my knives are coming out. I have the new gold knives that are that are about to pop. So check all yes. of those yummy things out. Some aprons, some really cool. Um, I got some art stuff. I can't wait to show y'all. This mess is actually some cool stuff back here. So you know, <laughs> stay tuned for it and. Yeah, you know, thank you for having me here.
You're so very welcome. And I, again, am so honored and humbled to have had you as a guest. Everyone continue to follow the Meta Business Millennial podcast on Instagram, YouTube, and you can check out our website, themetabusiness.world. I am Erin Patton, also known as Master L. It is my pleasure, honor to serve you and all of humanity. We love you so much. All right, peace. Did you really love this episode of the Meta Business Millennial Podcast? Well, I am honored and I appreciate you subscribing, leaving a review and sharing it with your friends because your feedback allows us to co-create more enlightened conversations. And if you're interested in growing your soul now, head over to my website, AaronPatton.com to find all the show notes, links, and free resources to get your energy activated today. In the meantime, stay bright, my friends. Much love and light. Peace.